Hello and welcome to this video. As you've seen in the title today, I'm going to be talking about the three reasons for why I am not a Catholic. And this video was quite a while in the making. For those who have known me well, I've been attending Catholic Mass for the last two, three, actually four months since I've gotten into Oxford. I've been surrounded by some brilliant Catholics and they have, they've made up a majority of my friendship group and they've been inviting me to Mass on a regular basis. So I've ended up going to Mass two times a week, if not even more at times. So I, I really enjoy it and I really love going to Catholic Mass. But the more I go, the more I kind of had a certain problems with the Catholic Church and I had more thoughts, which I thought would be nice to share with you. And I want to make it very clear before I start is that this is the reasons why I am not a Catholic. I'm not telling you don't be a Catholic or I'm not sick. This is not a hit piece against Catholicism. I actually view the Catholic Church as necessary, and I will be making a video about why I think the Catholic Church is so good and why I think the Catholic Church is necessary. So this is definitely not a hit piece on Catholicism, and I don't want it to be taken that way. I don't think I'm arrogant enough to say, oh, Catholicism is bad, don't be a Catholic. That's definitely not my intention. However, these are the reasons for why, personally, I am not a Catholic, and perhaps you might share those sentiments as well. And you might be wrestling with these questions as well. So maybe this video will help you as a result. Now, with that in mind, let us get started off with this video with the first reason for why I am not a Catholic, and it is really the role of the church. And what I mean by the role of the church is the belief that Catholicism has about how the church, the Catholic church in specific, is the one true church and how it is the infallible kind of protect protector of Christian doctrine and scriptures. And while I don't have anything wrong with having a church which says, well, we are smart people, or, or just saying, well, we are Christians, our role, our calling by God is to lead the church like a pastor. And we're going to, since our entire life is dedicated to learning the Bible, we will have a higher chance of getting things correct. I think when you add the infallible kind of doctrine to it to say, well, we're protecting and we're infallible in all our essential doctrines, then I think you're problematic and you're going beyond that epistemic humility and you're going beyond that level of just saying, well, actually, this is our calling. We we probably will get it right more so than you would if you're like a lawyer or a or a, or a, or investment banker. The fact that we're studying the Bible constantly and we have a, a structure of a hierarchy of bishops, of the Pope, of a lot of wise men integrate um really interrogating the bible and really trying to learn the truth from the bible our chance of understanding the truth is higher instead of making that claim they seem to make a stronger claim to say well we are infallible in all essential doctrines and i do think that that claim that extra claim does make it difficult for me to kind of coincide or put that together with belief in the scriptures and the calling for us all to really wrestle with the scriptures ourselves now of course there, this is a very big debate and i'm not saying that oh the Catholicism, the infallibility doctrine is to say, well, just trust in the church, never do any thinking on yourself. That's not what the infallibility of the church is saying. And that's definitely not what they're trying to do. In fact, I think a lot of times people, especially Protestants, they criticize the church, they criticize the Catholic church, and they kind of twist the infallibility doctrine to their own advantage. And it's not really something that Catholics are actually defending. However, even with a more humble, a bit more of a, a reasoned or a, a proper understanding of the infallibility of the church. I still think there are problems with it just because of the fact that there's so many other churches and so many other people of different denominations also wrestling with the church. And I'm not exactly sure why there should be one church seen as, oh, this Catholic church is the perfect one and all the other ones are kind of heretics in the strictest sense or people away from the church or separated away from the church. And that schism makes them somehow less valid and why somehow the papacy in Rome being only in Rome seems just to me to be a bit too contingent and a bit too kind of 
how would you say it? what's the right word for it? i'm not really sure what the right word is it just seems a bit too kind of oh let's just put the papacy in rome and it also ties in it to the point of it just the evidence in scripture well i'm not saying doesn't exist for the fact that there is one church which is infallible i do think there is scripture which points to it but that's not the only interpretation of the role of the church and that's not the only interpretation that the roman catholic church is the infallible word of god and i think that that is a very big problem that i have with the catholic church as something which to be which should be accepted as infallible and i just don't think there's sufficient evidence in scripture to point towards precisely the roman catholic church I think there's evidence to point towards the church in general as a group of believers. There's more evidence for that. However, to say it's it's only founded on the papacy in Rome as the infallible uh, church that I think there's problems with. Now, the second thing that I have and the re second reason why I am not a Catholic is, of course, the exclusive, exclusive, how, I don't know how to pronounce it, exclusive exclusivity of the catholic church and the reason why and what i mean by this is i view the catholic church as way too exclusive for what should be a very inclusive religion and i'm not saying inclusive inclusive as this liberal left-wing person saying oh let's accept everything let's accept gay marriage and all that things that's not what i mean by saying exclusive what i do mean by saying exclusive and inclusive is just the idea of saying well when you're looking at the catholic church when i attend catholic mass i cannot take the communion and, I, and while some people do tell me, ah, it's fine, you believe in Christ, you believe in the resurrection, that's good enough. You believe in the Nicene Creed, that's good enough, you can take the communion. But the reality is, I don't feel right when I take the communion, because it just comes in, of course, as I've said, with the belief in the church. And that's just the one doctrine that I just do, cannot accept. And as a result, I do not take the communion, even though I believe in the res resurrection of Christ, I believe in the intercession of the saints. I believe in most things that Catholics believe in. It's just that I just don't exactly believe in the, the interpretation of the Immaculate Conception. I disagree with that. And also in the Catholic Church being infallible and the one true holy church. I have problems with that. And I'm not really sure why. And this is perhaps just is my kind of take on it. And perhaps you could say a Catholic might say, well, you're just being resentful and you perhaps should just accept it. But the reality is I'm not sure why those two things would somehow stop me from taking the communion as if as if not believing in the church has anything to do with one's salvation, especially when the entire scriptures is focusing on one's belief in God and one's um, relationship with God. And I want to make it very clear, I'm not focusing on a sola fide approach or a Calvinist approach. That's not what I'm, I'm, I'm illustrating here. What I am illustrating here is that, well, I, I just cannot accept the fact that you, you should be excluded from communion just because you don't believe in the infallibility of the church and the infallibility of the Pope. Those things seem to be way too minute and should be seen as the smaller um, denominational differences instead of something which could exclude someone from the communion. I think that that is something which is a bit worrying for me. And it's just something I just do not feel right with the Catholic Church. I think the Catholic Church, while they can hold their own denomination, they can hold these things like the Immaculate Conception and the Infallibility Pope. I don't really have too big of a problem with them individually. What I do have a problem is to say, well, okay, that is my, that's a doctrine and everyone else who disagrees with me on those two things should be excluded from the communion and you should really not accept it. Furthermore, I think it doesn't, it isn't a proper representation of the Nicene Creed. Now, of course, the Nicene Creed has been promoted by Catholic Catholics as the doctrine that their entire belief is based on. But that's something that most people accept. And of course, there is that part which says we believe in the one universal apostolic and holy church. And, and of course, the imp implications to that is, well, that is the Roman Catholic Church. I don't think that that is necessarily the correct interpretation of the Nicene Creed. And I do believe that the church is holy. And I do think it is something which is perfect and something which is really good as a community that 
the unity of all believers together. I view that as a church instead of the Roman Catholic Church. So in some sense, I do believe in the Nicene Creed, but just not the Catholic interpretation of it. I don't think that that is a proper interpretation of the Nicene Creed as well, especially if you're going to turn back to Scripture and approach the Nicene Creed from Scripture. I think you get the latter interpretation instead of the Roman Catholic interpretation. But of course, those are just my ponderings. Before we carry on in this video, if you're finding this video helpful so far, if you'd like to support the channel, feel free to like and subscribe. And if you'd like to support our channel financially, feel free to support us on Patreon. The link will be in the description below. Of course, it's not obligatory, but it really mean a lot to me. These channels, these videos take a long time to research and a lot, also a lot of time to actually experience it myself. I've been attending Catholic Mass, not for this video, but just to understand more about Catholicism and really appreciate and know what I'm criticizing and what I'm talking about. Over the last two months, I've been going to Catholic Mass twice a week. So it's been something which is really nice, really beautiful. But at the same time, if you want to support the channel, then like and subscribe or support us on Patreon. Without further ado, let's carry on with this video and talk about the final criticism that I have of the Catholic Church and the reason why I am not a Catholic. Now, finally, the reason for why I'm not a Catholic, number three, is a Nietzschean criticism. And of course, you could say Nietzsche is a great atheist. Why, why on earth have I tied Nietzsche into my faith? Well, I do think Nietzsche gets a lot of things right and a, a lot of things right about Christianity. It's important that I turn to him to gain inspiration for what things are good. And of course, have be wary and not just believe in everything he says. And that's something I try to do with all the thinkers I interact with. I think that that got to do a lot with wisdom is to look at all information sources and not judge them by who the person is, but actually what they say. And then you start to learn more about different people in the same way that when I look at of people who dislike me. I don't throw away everything or the criticism of me. I look at the criticisms and say, well, what's right, what's wrong? I'll actually change based on what's right and I will not change what's wrong. And I'll use that critical lens to look at all writers as well. And Nietzsche is one such person. And I think there's two things which I take from Nietzsche for why I'm not a Catholic. First thing is I don't think that it is time in my life to settle on to the Catholic Church and accept the Catholic Church as an infallible doctrine and a fallible source of authority in my life. I think the reality is, is that there are roles for great men in, in, in society and in history. And I am quite a big fan of the great man view of history. And I suppose that's a bit of a different discussion. We could talk a bit more about that in another video. If you're interested in, the, in me discussing the great man view of history, then let me know in the comments below. I'll happily interact with you there. However, I do believe that history is made out of great men and that some people have a calling to be leaders in their fields and leaders in the, in, in, the, in the field of science, in the field of faith, in the field of history. In all different fields, there are callings. People are called to be great men. And I think that by having the restraining source of authority of the church alongside the Bible, alongside the teachings of scripture, alongside the teaching of Jesus, what you then have is that it restrains you to just follow a set of dogmas and doctrines, which will then hinder your uh, pursuit of these great the and novel theories. Now, of course, there is always that danger of just pursuing novel theories for the sake of pursuing novel theories. And that's something I recognize. And that's something that I would ward against as well. However, I do think that if someone is wise, if someone is really looking at that critically, they should be open to the calling to be those great men and to be leaders in their fields and not needing to be a slave or not needing to be under the control of an extra source of authority, which is not necessarily backed strongly by scriptures. And one should follow the scriptures, of course, follow the teachings of Christ and then develop from there and develop their theology from there and hopefully lead people towards the truth and develop people's understanding of Christ. Now, the final problem which stems from Nietzsche is the idea of leaving the father and the mother and going to the church. In the Bible, we always have the symbolism of and the man shall leave the father and his mother and shall be joined with his wife. There is almost, and of course, we talk about this a bit in the discussion on killing your father with Jordan Peterson's analysis. I'll put a link, a card to that video above so you can check it out after this video if you're interested, where I actually dive into the psychology and the symbolism of this more. However, to, to wrap it up or to summarize it in a quick sense, 
the leaving of the father and the mother is almost the death of the past, the death of the old constructs, the old system that you had. And now you're embraced with a new sense of responsibility. You're embraced with a new sense of callings, a new sense of um, accountability in your life. You need to take absolute responsibility. You can no longer hide behind the doctrines and the ideas of your father and your parents. And, and seeing that structure, what you then see is that, well, if you follow the Catholic kind of structure, what you're doing is that you're only leaving your father and your mother and you're entering into the church and you're just accepting another set of standards, another sense of responsibility. And you're almost giving that responsibility of your faith to the church to say, well, actually, the church can do their exegesis. They can do their essential doctrines and they will be infallible. I'll just trust that and not have to do that myself. And of course, the Catholics can say, well, as you know, you still have personal responsibility. And I get that. You still do have responsibility under the Catholic mode. But I don't think it has enough responsibility. I don't think people recognize the extent of what Jesus is calling us to do, to take upon the burden upon ourselves and to be new, to be creative, to be fighting. And of course, that's not a calling for everyone. Some people are called to be lawyers. Some people are called to be um, personal accountants, other things like that, right? I'm not telling this, saying this is a calling to everyone, but just for me, from my personal perspective and for my life, I think that I am called to leave my father and my mother and continue striving and taking on that responsibility for myself to bear my cross. And that bearing of the cross is to take full responsibility for my life, to not hide behind any other standards. There's, I don't jump from the father and the mother to the church and then I'm hiding behind one or the other. What I think is the case is to actually jump and leave both, all things behind and take responsibility upon myself to better myself and follow Lord Jesus Christ. So those are the reasons for why I am not a Catholic. Feel free to let me know your thoughts about those reasons in the comments below. Let me know your ideas. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your opinions. Do you share some of the things? Are you a Catholic and are these things that you're questioning, wrestling with, or are you not a Catholic? And these are the reasons why you're not a Catholic. And these are not the reasons why you're not a Catholic. I'll be very curious to hear your thoughts in the comments below. And I'll happily hear your thoughts there. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below, my friends. As, as, as I've said in this video, if you enjoy this content and want to support the channel, make sure to like and subscribe. And if you want to support us financially to help me through uni and help me uh, support this channel more, then, of course, support me on Patreon. The link will be in the description below. Stay safe, my friends. See you soon. Thank you for watching. God bless. And, and I'll see you in this in an, in an upcoming video for why I do believe the Catholic Church is necessary. So if you are a Catholic, don't feel disheartened. I am not hit, writing a hit piece on you. I do believe the Catholic Church is necessary. So, so if you're interested in that, then make sure you stay tuned on this channel. Stay safe and I'll see you soon. Thank you for watching and goodbye.